big news from WWE today. They're canceling an annual event, an event that has been a part of the WWE schedule for more than 10 years. Is no more? Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out! What's up, everybody? It's Kev Kellum here with Sports Kid Wrestling News for you on a Wednesday or whenever you're getting it. Doesn't matter. Sound off in the comments on this one. A major annual event by WWE is reportedly off the schedule. That's right. Off of the schedule. How ridiculous is this? Uh, Once again, a situation where I just wish I had a co-host because I could handle all of these changes and different things that are happening with this. If you're watching this video, go ahead and like it. Go ahead and like the video. That, That would really, really help. And go ahead and get in the comments below because we'll get you on screen and all that good stuff. A lot of stuff to talk about. I, I know I've ruined the illusion of, of no uh, wrestling behind me. <laughs> uh, let's get into it here. This news coming from WrestleVotes, uh, which has revealed many, many big stories in the world of wrestling. And this is done originally through Give Me Sport. Uh, and it sounds just like another big change from WWE with the way things are going underneath Triple H. This is his WWE with his vision creatively from him and that executive new branch top down. Uh, I want to know uh, what do you guys think of these changes. People have already talked to us. Yes, day one off the table. This is a different event. This is a different, different change here. Uh, and we're going to talk about it right now. So it appears... Uh, that we're not going to get any more Hell in a Cell exclusive pay-per-views where, the, where they're branded as Hell in a Cell. Future of Hell in a Cell match, another story. So we'll sound off in here in a second. Let me give you the full quote here and add this to the stream. This story is up right now at sportskeeda.com. Once again, credit to Give Me Sport. Uh, this is from Russell Votes, the hidden mysterious Twitter handle that is revealing a lot of different things about what's going on with WWE now. Uh, the future of Hell in a Cell as a show looks like it will be no more. Following this report, the show itself, I think, is completely dead. The match, from what I understand, means a lot to Hunter. Just think of the classics that he's had in there. Yeah, uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley's had a bunch of the greatest Hell in a Cell matches. Uh, I saw the one he had with Undertaker at WrestleMania like more than 10 years ago. Fantastic. It goes on. Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. So they've been feuding for six weeks. They've got uh, they got to be in there now. The calendar says so. That's not going to happen anymore. You know, that's a major complaint I heard from many, many fans in the past few years about how um, this event was really handled and how people felt about it and how it really didn't seem to make sense to have uh, a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view just to have it. Because, uh, hey, it's June. We have to have a Hell in a Cell. It's this month. We have to have a Hell in a Cell. And I understand that, too. I went to the last Hell in a Cell in June with Cody and Seth. It made sense that Cody and Seth were in a Hell in a Cell. Third match, bitter feud, serious angle. Um, makes sense. You have to have a personal issue. But do you have that right issue, that right storyline that calls for you to get in the cage and end it? Which is the psychology that's been built up in wrestling fans' minds for decades. And I don't think that's psychology. It's broken. I don't think it's broken. Is wrestling fixed? I didn't know it was broken. Shout out to Bill Apter. Uh, want to sound off there. How you guys doing? Uh, sound off where you guys are watching from for the first time. If you're with us for the first time, I want to know how you guys feel about this. UK people in the house. What's up? Thank you guys for staying up late your time. I appreciate that. Uh, and want to know your take on this. Uh, how do you guys feel about Hell in a Cell not being a pay-per-view? Will Spike Hoskins says it's Hell in a Cell, which I understand is way overused. Way overused. 
DJR, David John Reynolds saying Hell in a Cell is up for the axe, apparently. Yes, yes, that appears to be the case here. Uh, you're a genius. Give me a watch out, watch out. How are you guys doing? Give me a watch out, watch out. If you're watching for the first time, last time, uh, the one millionth time, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, I was at Hell in a Cell, as I mentioned, Cody and Seth. It was a special event. It felt like a big deal to have that Hell in a Cell there and be up close to it and see it and experience it. I've seen uh, these matches live a couple times. They're really, really cool to see live. Um, but they got to feel like they belong on the show. Like They shouldn't just be on the show to be on the show. And I'm all for it. I'm all for it here. Shack Attack sec next. He'll be bringing back Punk because Triple H got soft. S-A-W-T. Soft. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll We'll see. I'll pull up some info on the on the punk story here in, in a second. I do have some 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 goodies on that that are coming together, uh, and uh, it's interesting how they're coming together. And um, yeah, I'll talk about the whole punk thing in, in a minute here. Okay, so hold yourself there to to a reasonable reasonable amount here. So yeah, it's coming up in a minute. Just trying to make sure I have my notes up on that. Uh, and so I'm all for Hell in a Cell changing. Let's see what more you guys say, though, about the topic. Hell in a Cell should be kept, be used for matches that are worth it. Just don't throw any match out there. Yeah, it's worth noting, yeah, we're, we're still going to get Hell in a Cell matches. You, you know, you're not going to get, you know, all these different things. But there's also other big changes coming to WWE's premium live event schedule. This was announced this week as well, including a major international event. WWE wants to do more of these international shows and get to be in front of audiences that maybe are not overexposed to WWE events like they are sometimes in the United States. I live in Chicago. We're spoiled. We've gotten a lot of big stuff this year. We got Forbidden Door. We got All Out. We got Hell in a Cell. Uh, and we're going to get some, I think we're getting a SmackDown in December and we're getting another dynamite before in next month. So, I mean, that's all in one city. Uh, so, I mean, it's a really, really strong market, but I do think you need to spread it out. We saw the power of this with clash of the castle, which was such a special show, uh, with such a vibrantly big audience. Premium live events going north of the border in Canada. Montreal will host their first pay-per-view premium live event, what do you want to call it, in February with Elimination Chamber. Of course, coming up, we have the Saudi Arabia show, Crown Jewel. That's going to keep happening, and we're expected to have one in the spring as well. Uh, I think we're going to get more of these. I think we're going to get another big UK show. That's just me speculating on it. It seems like the right thing to do. It seems like there's a demand overseas for these shows. Uh, and I would say, you know, the rumbling we heard is a show in Australia or India was was potentially being explored. A show in India uh, for WWE would be a massive thing, a massive thing. The metrics for WWE in India are astonishing. 55 million people in India alone watched WrestleMania this year. 55 million people. Think about that process that number that's a lot of people it's cricket than wwe and you got an audience that wants to buy tickets and see these shows and lose their mind uh if they did a show in new delhi they did a show in mumbai they did a show in, in one of those major cities in india i think it'd be a real spectacle for wwe to, to pull that off and have something that um you know shows the power of the brand in a market where they really really want it and there's a lot of people who really enjoy it so we'll see how this goes uh continue to sound off if you're uh watching internationally i know we have some people in the uk where you guys would want wwb uh, for those major shows where have they not gone that you think they need to go 
Uh, I would love to hear your comments on that. Go ahead and sound off here. Uh, people want to see, uh, love to see a J- uh, Japan Super Show with New Japan. Well, we did have an update on that New Japan story with with Carl Anderson. He is the current New Japan Pro Wrestling Never Openweight Champion, and they've issued a statement saying that you have to be here November fifth, even though you are booked with the company you're contracted to, WWE for Crown Jewel. And he put out a video saying, oh, Gallows handles my bookings and we're goofing around here. And they said that's unacceptable and you have to be here or not. And uh, you're expected to be here. You're a champion. Uh, at the same time, Fightful put out a report, you know, kind of pulling back the curtain a little bit further, saying that New Japan and WWE do not ha- are, are fine. They're cooperating with each other in this thing. So that means New Japan and WWE are working together with one specific talent's schedule. And that, you know, Carl Anderson has publicly said to people that he expects to work Wrestle Kingdom in January at the Tokyo Dome, even though he's a contracted WWE talent, or at least finish up the dates that he's committed to. So that's wild. Wild to think. Uh, In terms of the changes to pay-per-views, Hell in a Cell off the schedule, Christopher saying, I want to see some old school pay-per-views. What about bringing the King of the Ring pay-per-view back? Well, that's also been reported. That's also been reported, just kind of calling this together. The development today is that Hell in a Cell is off the table. You're not going to get a Hell in a Cell branded premium live event. You'll get Hell in a Cell matches. Uh, But a King of the Ring, I think one night tournament or like a two night tournament type thing would be interesting. I would really enjoy that. I work for AAW uh, and we just did our Jim Lynham tournament and over two nights, it's a really compelling thing to um, present, produce, and for fans to follow and for people to pick who you want to go all the way. I think to do that in one night makes it much more compelling and uh, gives you a sense of escalation and stakes in every single match on the show and also helps you, you know, bring a superstar up the car quickly and and elevate some people. Uh, and let me see what you guys hear. Yuri with me. I'm all for it. It, it doesn't always make sense in the storyline, uh, but what event will replace it? You know, that's that's a fun question to ask. Maybe something new. Give me a new branded event. Give me uh, something different. I don't have to have, oh, rebrush this old thing we haven't seen. That's you know, maybe not a king of the ring. Give me a different concept. Uh, I You want to bring it back an old concept? I think now with the way people are with their phones, we're so much more adept to this. A lot of you guys are watching me on your phone or listening to me on your phone. Um, a lot more people would be into a Cyber Sunday concept or a Cyber Saturday concept where you get to vote on stipulations and matches and different things like that. Uh, and when they WWE tried that in the mid 2000s, it was kind of a new idea. Taboo Tuesday, Cyber Sunday. It was like a newer thing. And not to say that that wasn't um, special or, you know, successful. It wasn't massively successful. But I mean, I think it's now WWE's digital footprint is so much larger and so much more engaging. And it's just a whole other dimension of what they do. Um, I think now would be the time to do something like that. Uh, and, and really, really, especially when you're going into you know, a TV transcendent year and you're going to have a new TV contract, really show the power of how engaged your audience is because then advertisers want to spend money with you. I want to hear more of your take here. I want to make sure I, I don't miss anybody out here. I want to try and get as many of your comments on screen here. What's up, Ozzy? Thank you so much. Watch out, watch out, watch out. Glenn Michael Strouds with us. Uh, people would find something to bitch and complain about. It can't handle the blood and the gore we used to have in Hell in a Cell. Uh, I don't know if it's people bitching fans bitching or maybe it's just sponsors i think some people have to understand that too and wwe kind of evolved a little bit away from just having blood it's still super violent i just don't think you need blood all of the time i'm not saying i'm opposed to it uh, i just don't think you need it and i just don't I, i'm not i'm am i a weird person where i think you have to have blood in it uh, it's not like it's a horror movie you know and you have to have blood or, or something like that 
So uh, people saying bring back in your house. They kind of already do that. They do it with WWE NXT. Um, people say once a year. Aw, I think you mean AEW versus WWE. I don't know if we're ever going to get that. We got to get them to play along. But hey, crazier things have happened, right? Hell, we might get AEW, WWE talent on together if they get to work a New Japan show together in, in January. That's like a distinct possibility at this point. Doesn't mean you're going to see them in the ring together, but it, it means it could happen. You know? uh, and Kirk Stroud saying, it's just a name. We still get Hell on a Cell, but it's only one match. Catchy new name can only be a plus. I agree. I'm with you on that. I think that the concept of just naming a show after a match is kind of unnecessary. But the Royal Rumble. And you go because you're getting the Royal Rumble match. So I don't think that's kind of the logic. That logic, when you apply it to other things, isn't you know, bad. I'm burping. I'm professional. Larry, Roman Reigns is overrated. Getting boring storyline. I think you're kind of in the minority on that. I think some people are still very much into him here. Uh, so let's get into this story here with um, the latest on CM Punk. A few days ago, we were talking about how it wasn't very popular in the AEW locker room. Investigations wrapping up. Word, not confirmed, word from Dave Meltzer himself was that Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks would return to WWE, or excuse me, AEW. And any potential of, you know, Punk getting bought out of his contract that was reported this past weekend, that's all coming together reportedly. Um, the word was that some people close to Triple H were against the idea, and they were a hard no on CM Punk coming back to the company. It's worth noting CM Punk's birthday was today. Some people were tweeting about that. Uh, he's dealing with a tricep injury. He's had another injury earlier this year, and he's in his mid-40s. So is this a guy who wants to get back in the ring? And he's done some business indirectly with WWE in the past few years. He did the Fox show backstage you know, with Renee Paquette. <clears throat> The belief is that AEW wants a non-compete clause in this buyout so that that punk can't just walk over to WWE. If they're going to spend this money and they're going to buy him out, we don't want to do it and you just go to WWE. Okay. Now, Russell votes. It's broken these stories and different things here. That Triple H this summer, reportedly, Russell votes done some big stuff. They reported this Hell in a Cell story, so it's pretty reliable. Triple H uh, took over in July and uh, was told they had wanted nothing to do with CM Punk. He says, I'm not in the business. Punk said nasty things about Triple H. And apparently, Triple H's stance on CM Punk has, quote, softened a bit. I did ask over the last couple of days. It has softened a little bit from what I understand. I still think there's animosity. I still think there's a lot of pieces that need to be picked up between the two specifically, but Hunter learned from Vince and Vince made amends with everybody. He added Russell votes. The door is quote, not closed on CM Punk returning to WWE. So obviously this is speculation, but speculation from people that are certainly in the know on these things and how this could go down. Could CM Punk return to WWE. Uh, sound off. I want to know what you guys think about this. I want to know how you feel about it. Would you get mad? What would your instant reaction be to CM Punk, say, walking out at the Royal Rumble? Not going to happen. He has a tricep injury. He's not going to be ready to go if he wants to even go anywhere until, you know, sometime in the summer. People saying bring back AJ Lee. 
I don't know about that. Congratulations to her. She just dropped a brand new movie on Netflix. Blades of the Ronin. 47 Ronin, I believe is the name of it. She's co-wrote that movie. Um, Punk's biggest injury and his e- is his ego and his pride. His mind is his biggest injury. Um, so uh, people saying he needs to retire. TJ Santiago saying he needs to just stay at home if he wants to wrestle and start his own promotion to run it the way will make him happy and not a drama queen. It's an interesting take. Uh, want to continue to get your uh, takes on here on people say make him the GM of Raw. I don't know if he want to be a GM. Honestly, I don't think he want a, a role like that. Uh, Christopher Pratt saying yeah, he would have a huge pop at first, but it will slowly fade. Okay, Christopher. Uh, Glenn chiming in here. See, Cody versus Punk WrestleMania. He's just calling matches out now. Uh, Lamont saying. CM Punk still can get inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, like I said, it's just all stuff that has to be mended. But it, it, the, the comparison that Russell votes made here is that, um, you know, Triple H learned under Vince McMahon, the previous head of WWE, uh, the, the most successful promoter in the history of pro wrestling. Whether or not you like that, that's true. And, um, you know, McMahon made amends with Hulk Hogan, who went to WCW and, create, and helped create their biggest rival. Made him, Eric Bischoff got to work with WWE. The Ultimate Warrior got to come back to WWE. Crazier things have happened. People have said things as equally nasty and uh, disapproving and negative of WWE when they're outside of the company or unsatisfied, unsatisfied with the company and have found their way into the good graces of WWE in some way and made amends. It's happened numerous times. There is... A lot of cases of this. So could it happen? Yeah. But is it going to happen? I don't know. And there's only a handful of people that know the answer to that question. Uh, and they probably have lawyers who are telling them not to answer that question. And I think they're going to go on the, the record talking about it at all. Uh want to hear your take about this as well. Philip Campbell. Uh, CM Punk to be back in WWE would be pretty shocking. Yeah. Oh, God. It would be shocking. It would be incredibly shocking if they actually did it. Uh, and I, I just don't know if it's going to happen, but the fact that, you know, we're getting word that his, his, his stance has softened a little bit, Triple H, is, is interesting. And it's also worth noting, you know, Triple H is a guy who's going to want to do things that move the needle for WWE. Look how many people he brought back and just completely, you know, took the roster and, and shook it up, you know, and, and really, you know, put them all in the boo bucket. Oh, boo bucket, yeah, yeah. And shook it all up. And now we have a whole different looking WWE than we did uh, even just a few months ago. You have a lot of the same big players you had prior, but I mean, it's definitely different. It's definitely pace different. Uh, and you have, you have creative talents involved in the process of what's going on. That's a word we hear from people, you know, working in WWE. You still have writers. You have a long-term creative people for, uh, you know, to keep things consistent week to week when you make so much stuff. So uh, I'm not saying everything about WWE is great right now, but this is a different WWE than the one CM Punk left. But he had issues with Triple H. So who knows? Who knows? You know, And um, who knows if he even still wants to be involved with the wrestling business again? It's all, I, I know the, the, the way you know, Punk apparently exits AEW is pretty nasty, but I do think he had some great matches and some great feuds. And really, you know, was involved with the, the MGF stuff, the Darby Allen stuff, and got some things going for sure. 
but the disagreements and the way things are handled, kind of unfortunate. The whole thing is, you know, on that end, bad. Uh, I think AEW, though, still is a really, really strong roster and is quite the competition for WWE right now. So things are very interesting. Uh, here's an interesting take. I can see Punk and NXT working matches and helping younger talent. Wow. Uh, I'm also in agreement. If, if if I had Punk come back to WWE tomorrow, and I could, I hold the pen, fantasy booking. Glenn, I'm with you. You really want to put NXT on the map and make it appointment television? I mean, it would defeat the idea of what WWE NXT is right now, where it's it's a developmental territory and it's on TV and they have some exciting new talent. And if you want to see the stars of tomorrow, you're watching NXT. And that's not a bad idea. But if you really want to light a fire under it, and make it an interesting TV show with some shocking things going on on it. And in the same process, you know, bring talent along. You put a big name there. And that would be a massive name to get who uh, is going to, you know, go with go with making a talent or, or getting somebody along. So it certainly would be interesting here. Um, and I think it's interesting to see how these things play together. Uh, I, I want to know what you guys think. If you're watching on demand, sound off in the comments below. I really appreciate it. You can follow me. If you aren't doing it already, please do. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Kev Kellum. That's at Kev Kellum on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram at Kev Kellum six. I have some standup comedy clips there as well. All that good stuff. Uh, and uh, you can check out the other shows I'm doing like roast battle Chicago, my podcast, where I talk about the inner workings of roast battle in, in comedy where people compete with the, each other. That's available on Spotify, YouTube. We have a whole bunch of clips. We have an entire show up right now with, Je with Jeff Ross. You can see me uh, insulting my friends and calling it a sport. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is a sport, by the way. It's a pretty hard one. It, it hurts people's feelings. Did you enjoy this video? Then how come you haven't hit the like button? Prove it to the bosses at Sports Keto over there. Uh, that, 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 that the Kevster is making me happy and we're chatting up the wrestles. Okay. Thank you guys so much. As always, when watching wrestling, please do the most important thing for your wrestling health. Just take a deep breath. Don't get angry that your fantasy booking didn't appear on television. Okay. Get angry at the heels, cheer for the good guys. And remember when watching wrestling, enjoy wrestling. We'll see you. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out!